end of the week. Finally, like actually the end of the week. I don't work tomorrow or the day after or the day after or the day after or the day after. Not until next Thursday, I think. Unless, of course, I record a podcast over the weekend. Now, is that really work? Spring Festival's on the way. How long would you go home for? Should you quit your job? January tracks up. And yes, <laughs> it is the end of the week. Folks, it is Friday, January 20th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Hope you are doing well. Wherever in the world you are, I'm in Beijing, China, and uh, broadcasting, not live anymore because it was too much fun, not too troublesome to get the uh, connection up and going. I do record these on videos. I haven't put them up. Um, a little bit self-conscious, to tell you the truth. I do have a dedicated channel to it, but I just haven't put them up yet. If you want to see some of the early episodes, well, I shouldn't say early, if you want to see some of last year's live streams, you can go over to my main YouTube page. Uh, that's just Steven Sersky, and that is uh, where it is. Th that will um, show you the eclectic bunch of videos that I have on that site. That used to be my dumping ground, basically, for anything video I created, thinking that um, so, for some reason that uh, it would be a good idea to build a brand that way, just like a smorgasbord of topics. Since learned that maybe that's not the best way to approach it. Uh, and so this year, actually, I'm going forward, although I'm still um, putting a lot of stuff on there, that, that main page is primarily uh, travel videos, uncut, uh, unedited, uh, well, parsed, like bit pieces edited sort of thing, like literally this, been, this has been cut out from a longer video sort of thing or something along those lines, but I don't add fancy titles or anything or strange, none of that. It's like, as you see the world, that's what it is. So if you need something just to distract you and, hey, what does it look like in Myanmar? You can go take a look. That's that's all it is. That's all it is. Matter of fact, I don't think I did enough of them to tell you the truth. Just putting the camera down and watching the streets go by. I should have just done that. Anyway, Spring Festival is uh, on the way. Tomorrow is Chuxi, and then the day after is Chunjie. So what's the difference? Chuxi is the... Uh, the day when the monster, the Nian monster, N-I-A-N, so the, the word for year is the monster, and he's uh, coming to eat the children. And so to scare him off, you got to make noise, such as fireworks. But you're not allowed to set off fireworks, although they are still doing it this year. There are some people around this neighborhood who are still setting off fireworks, which is very odd uh, for it to so consistently be happening. Uh, but... Uh, yeah, so maybe the children will get eaten unless the uh, fireworks aren't set off. Well, does it work like if the fireworks are set off outside of the city, will it scare away the monster? And where like does the monster sort of like go town to town or uh, region to region like Santa does sort of thing and magically just presents appear under the tree and stuff like that? Like, Is there a naughty and uh, good list? Like, who, what's his preference sort of thing? Like, uh, Or am I overthinking this a little too much? Good question. Oh, well, whatever. I mean, it is what it is. Tradition is as tradition does. So tomorrow, uh, got to change the uh, the duelian. Uh, do I have to do that myself? If I do it myself, I'm going to make a mistake. I know I will. Uh, whatever. Uh, but uh, then we're also going to be making, I think, jowza tomorrow and something else. I can't remember. So we'll see how it goes. And then, of course, the gala. Can't miss the gala. You can't. It's four hours. And then they replay it for like a month afterwards. So if you miss it tomorrow, don't worry. You can repeat that with subtitles later on. Um, so basically, Spring Festival, as being Spring Festival, it marks kind of like this is the end of uh, the Chinese 
winter, according to the Chinese calendar, I should say. Uh, and all that means is that uh, the weather could get a lot hotter from now. Now, I'm looking at the forecast, and that is not the case at all. Now, uh, let's see. So going into Spring Festival, it's not going to be very springy. It's going to be minus 10, 11, 12 on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Warming up next week. So the 29th, 30th, we're at minus 5, and then Wednesday, uh, February 1st, minus 1. So after that, we'll see. But it'll be good, clean air, apparently. So uh, maybe the crematoriums will be cleared out by then. Uh, maybe they'll be full again. Who knows, right? Uh, the crematoriums, because uh, apparently a lot of these... Uh, a lot of the recent uh, COVID cases have ended up in, um, well, death. And so, and the Chinese typically burn the bodies. They cremate the bodies rather than uh, bury them as, as we do in the West. But that's a little somber note, side note to uh, today. We'll try to keep it a little bit more cheery than that, okay? Uh, and uh, so that, all that means is that uh, maybe f like within the month, I think we're going to be wearing sweaters, right? Um, by March, usually... Well, I'm thinking, because when I do the 4x4x48, the David Goggins Challenge, which I am preparing for again today, uh, well, I am preparing for again this year, uh, I'm still wearing quite a bit of clothes during the day, so March, April, April, I get, it starts getting warm, that's definitely sweater weather, uh, and then by May, you're going, oh my goodness, this is nice, I can deal with this, June, you're going like, mm, a little bit warm, July, you're like, nope, August, you're like, why? Then September gets cool again, so... Speaking of this uh, running, actually, I did a decent workout today. Um, I only did one workout because uh, I had this work meeting in the morning that didn't end until about 1 12 1 o'clock, somewhere around there. And so I didn't get outside to do the Murph until after that. So I thought, well, if that's the case, then I was thinking about this before, whether or not I should start running longer distances. Rather than running twice in a day, what if I just ran once and ran for a longer distance? Now, I've, I've tried to avoid doing this. There's a couple of reasons. One, I get bored. Two, I get tired. Three, um, it, it, uh, I, I, I didn't have a good time for it. And by that, I mean, before it used to take me 10, 11 minutes to run a mile. Well, today's miles, to, I did four total. Took me, the first one was 947, the second was 938, the third one was 920 or something and the fourth one was 914 so it went down all good you say that's that sounds pretty good yes it does so that takes down the the total time taken up by this rod by about six minutes that's fantastic that's awesome now whether or not i can do that 12 times in a row i don't know <laughs> very good question which is what the f4 by 4 by 48 is um now I was kind of wondering, like, going, why, why am I running so fast? Like, it, I, I didn't feel too out of breath, it, but I was, I, and I didn't feel like I was exerting myself too much, but something was pushing me a little bit faster. No, it was not motivation. I mean, I was motivated, sure, but there was no time pressure to get back to work or anything like that. Matter of fact, I would say that, that partially was the motivation was that I had all afternoon to be able to do an extended workout like this. And then I'm thinking, like, well, wait a minute, on Wednesday... I was doing these um, hip raiser things. So I have these ankle weights, these two kilo ankle weights. You know, you normally like to see old ladies or, or women wearing these things. You wouldn't normally see a guy wearing these things, to tell you the truth. But I bought them at Decathlon with the idea that I would wear them for like ankle, uh, hip mobility stretches and like adding extra weight 
since I didn't really want to buy another kettlebell just yet, I'd strap those to my arms and then that would add extra weight to uh, like a kettlebell pole or something like that. I can even put, I can even wrap these around the steel mace and I can swing it so I don't have to buy a new mace just yet. Not entirely safe, uh, but it's better than nothing, right? So I have these ankle weights and I was walking around on Wednesday, like just doing some very basic um, knee raises with them, which would work your front hip flexors. I'm going, wow, that was just one day of doing that? So now I'm thinking, well, what else have I been missing out on in terms of running specific strength training? Like I do a lot of kettlebell stuff, right? But that that's full body. Um, and you can sort of t- see that I don't really have any definition. You can't see it, but I can see it that I don't really have any one definition on my, my body. I'm, I'm a lot less fat than I was before. Or rather, I have a lot less fat than I did before. Uh, and th- that was part of the goal last year was to drop substantial amounts of fat I have. Uh, it's it is still kind of difficult to work off this. You know, I've, I've been saying the last inch for the last six months, and it's still there. Um, which I'm not too over. I'm not overly concerned about this. Uh, don't get me wrong here. The point is, is that what other workouts could I do to improve my running speed so that I can get those runs in faster, and then sort of move on. Like I don't need to do a six minute mile. But if I could do like an easy eight and a half minute mile, oh, I mean, that that takes, that's all of a sudden you can do something at lunch very quickly. No questions asked sort of thing. And all of a sudden you can run outside in the morning before your body realizes that it's cold sort of thing. That's what I'm thinking anyway, unless it just means you're going to run more. Good, I, I don't know. But how, how does it work? You, you strength train for running. You you hit your, your target and then what? You just keep you maintain for a while and then you maybe push yourself a little bit hard, harder or, or what like another mile or whatever where does it end man where does it end anyway so the workout uh so i did do four miles at uh, after the meeting and which kind of threw off my eating schedule which i don't like doing that that kind of bothered me but then i came back in and i was gonna do like the three-quarter murph i was gonna my goal was to hit 80 pull-ups Though I would be happy with like 50 or 60 and then I could sort of uh, butterfly the rest of them sort of thing. I do reverse pull-ups or something like that. Um, Like that's where you have the the straps and you pull yourself up towards the bar rather than hang on the bar. Then I was like, you know what, nah, well, let's just, let's just get going, right? So, and one of the, uh, one of the changes I did this morning or today was that I started doing them in sixes. So I did six pull-ups, 12 push-ups, and then 20 air squats and I repeated that four times before I was like oh god and that hurts <laughs> like ooh, that's 24 okay we can squeeze through another another round of that so I got the 30 pull-ups doing six reps at a time uh and that's when I was like okay that um that although much better because my time was doing well uh it was just like it got very very tough and so I, I shuffle down a little bit I go down to four I fluctuate between four I, I I can do four in a row, and then I was able to do like three plus two. Then it was two plus one plus one plus two, and then it was just like one 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 one. So I mean, there was a complete sort of breakdown in the uh, the patterns that I was doing, but I kept on doing them in rounds of six. So if, even if I was doing one pull up and then getting off the bar and walking, taking a step back, I would go up and do another one. I'd do that six times before I did the the push ups. So anyway, I got to like eighty. That was a struggle. I'm going, you know, it's only 20 more. Like, just 
just do it. You know, again, didn't have to work in the afternoon, had no real other plans other than to order a burger later on. Uh, and I was like, oh, but then I was thinking, I'm like, well, if I do the, the hundred, I don't think I'll be able to do my second workout today. And not just because like uh, of the strength aspect, but because of the, um, <laughs> or not just because of the time, uh, but because of the strength aspect as well. So I, I'd be pushing up against the time when I'd usually be thinking about starting my afternoon workout, but then my muscles would still not be recovered from this very intense workout. So I was like, all right, from 80 to 100, it was a bit of a struggle, but I got it done, did that. I lost track of how many push-ups I was doing. I was either doing rounds of 10 or 12, I can't remember. Uh, and then the air squats, I did 20. So however many it took me, I don't know how many rounds it took me, 100 pull-ups divided by an average of five, no, average of six. And so that's what, I don't know, 20, 18 times 20. That would be your air squats. That would be my air squats. No idea. I have no idea. Got it done in just under 30 minutes. Uh, 30 minutes total, I think. Pretty good. Yeah, sweet. So 40 minute, uh, sorry, a four mile run in 37 minutes, roughly, maybe 38. And the, the pull-ups, push-ups, and air squats done in 30 minutes. Not bad. Must be getting stronger. Good stuff. How long would you go home for? Good question. I ran into uh, another foreigner on the compound. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I haven't been home to my country for four years. I'm like, me too, buddy. <laughs> like, we uh, nah, haven't left. Not at all. And he was saying... Uh, he's like, yeah, but I don't know what I would do. Like, you go home for a week, and then you're like, all right, done. <laughs> you see your parents, you visit, you, you chit-chat for a while, and, you know, everyone else has their life going on, right? Like, everyone else has their job going on while you're on vacation. I mean, yeah, it's great to see you. Awesome. Oh, how's China? You know, and how's Canada? You know, it's, the it's kind of like the same question. You go back to Canada. How's Canada? Well, I don't know. I live here. <laughs> like, how do I know what's going on in Canada? Like, and yet people ask you, how's China? I'm like, I don't I live in... A very small part of Beijing, <laughs> a very foreigner-centric area of Beijing. I do not get the full taste and flavor of the um, complete, um, well, trouble that some people live in, in shithole that some people live in. Let's put it that way, okay? I mean, there are some very impoverished areas uh, that uh, um, people live in, people survive, people thrive in, and uh, I am not in those. To, to be very honest, like I, I just am not. So when people ask me how's China, I'm like, yeah, well, Beijing's okay. <laughs> I haven't left my. And again, even today, I was thinking, when was the last time I left the compound? I, I run within the compound. I haven't left the. Com I, I think I went to April Gourmet yesterday. I can't remember. So that's across the street, and I realize I don't even use the main gate anymore. I use the side gate that used to be locked for the last three years, but the side gate is closer to April Gourmet, so I leave that one, hop across the street, literally like a little bunny, and go to April Gourmet, and then walk back through the same gate back onto the compound. That's been my life. Like, I went on a Monday uh, to Jingye to Guomao, but uh, that was it. I mean, <laughs> that was like off the chain, dog, running around the, dog, the, uh, the pound and everything. I mean, it just, yeah, it was not... Um, I don't leave Beijing. I don't leave my compound. How's China? Well, I, I don't know. China's good, I guess. If you, I, I guess I live there. I don't know. I sure spend a lot of time dealing in English and not seeing anybody and uh, never leaving my apartment, basically. Uh, anyway, should you quit your job? Ah, uh, well, this is, this is not uh, necessarily because of the 
work meeting that we had today, but uh, it was kind of part part. It came up, hey, 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 was, I follow this finviz.com. Okay, so it's a news aggregator, RSS, RSS aggregator. And this um, article popped up. Should you quit your job? I'm like, well, let's take a look at this. Uh, and actually, this is because of um, the opening line is even political superstars have their job issues. So this is because Jacinda Arden, Arden uh, the, uh, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, she has recently resigned, like just yesterday, uh, after six years. I'm going, six years as Prime Minister? That's enough. Like, especially as a woman, the amount of shit she probably has to deal with? Ugh, brutal. I mean, maybe Trump had it better. Or better? Maybe he had it worse. I don't know. But being a woman in politics, I can imagine it ain't so fun all the time. Probably some perks, to tell you the truth. But, um... Yeah, so this article is talking about how, um, you know, if you're feeling burned out, uh, you should, uh, burnout is typically characterized by some of these uh, three symptoms here. Emotionally, you're exhausted emotionally, you're feeling negative, and that uh, you also feel that no matter how hard you try, you can't be effective at your job. <sighs> yeah, that's kind of funny. I can try hard, I could tr not try hard, and I can still be effective. So I guess I can't do burnout other than other than the fact that um, well, actually, no, there, there are times when it's like, you know, I guess I'm not being effective because I've been pinged before, criticized, uh, told to rectify my actions and rectify my, um, well, some aspects of my delivery and everything, uh, which is understandable is, is, you know, running a business and standardized business and everything. It's, you got to have a nice, even flowing ocean or river, Right. And you don't want to disrupt that river too much. And that river is money coming into the organization. I understand this. And if you have someone rocking the boat too much, you have people going, this river too rough for me. I don't like it. I'm going to go over the river over that one. <sighs> That's that for an analogy, right? Uh, but anyway, so this article goes on about this. Um, burnout, I guess, is one issue that's sort of like the, the, it's like the superstar of, you know, quitting your job. I'm burned out. Um, experiencing identity shift, so it basically means that you're changing your mind about what you want to accomplish, um, not just in your job, but in your life, or maybe not just in your life, but also in your job. Like, wh why do you have the job in the first place? Like, wh what was your original intention of getting that job, and have you fulfilled that, and what could you do after that? What else are you looking for? What other challenges are you looking for? Uh, this one kind of is kind of funny, but I, I think other people might have it a little worse in some aspects. You don't feel valued or supported. Um, so if like people aren't showing their appreciation to you. Now, the problem I find is that a lot, a lot of organizations, especially with the last couple of years, there's been an effort to show appreciation in words. Like, that, yes, thank you. Thank you very much. But there's, they're hollow. Like they kind of ring hollow. And I'm sure you can tell the difference. I mean, it's nice to hear the words thank you, but in some situations, like if, especially as a customer service rep representative, <clears throat> and I'm sure store clerks will understand this one, you only ever hear from your manager when you're getting, when there's a customer complaint, right? Customer complains, manager comes over, says you're not doing your job properly, you know, don't do that again. Bad you, bad you, bad customer service people. And you're going, but. But I dealt with 121 customers 
or the, in the last five, week or three, 4,000 customers or whatever, I bagged how many groceries or I said hello to so many people, right? And the one time you're looking at your phone and a customer's like, well, he wasn't paying attention to me. You're going, are you, seriously? Where's the humanity in this? And this, this actually, this whole thing, like whole personality or the personal sort of touch of human interaction, I'm going, automate that shit. Automate it, automate it, automate it, automate it. Most of these low-level jobs should be automated. You've heard me talk about it before. I'm getting animated about this now. I looked at Python. I've looked at other ways to automate my own life, I tells you. Not my fun life, but like the, the money-making portions, some portions of the money-making aspect of my life. That, a lot of it could be automated. Complete with avatars and metaverse and everything. Why not? Yes. That way, I could do customer service by way of the people who have issues with the automation. They can, dealing with Meta Steve, and if Meta Steve glitches, you know, he's twitching his head or something, or, you know, maybe he pulls from the wrong vocabulary data set and just starts saying things that he shouldn't say. <laughs> we didn't think he would say. He, we didn't think he could file uh, find that file, you know, then I could be an appropriate managerial inspector of the customer service meta steve oh it's wonderful to sit here and brainstorm ideas it's a lot harder to program this stuff but i no doubt there are people programming this stuff as we speak if not in china definitely in india if not in india probably russia if not russia then in ukraine it's being programmed as we speak or the cia is doing it i mean <laughs> who knows pick Pick your your uh, poison, I guess. And then finally, uh, organization doesn't prioritize employee wellness. Uh, again, um, how much employee wellness do you need? Because reading J.P. Getty's How to Be Rich book kind of tells is like unions. He doesn't really like unions. He doesn't like um, employees who don't want to work. And this comes down to a lot of it. Like if you're willing to work, you work, you know. But let's face it, a lot of us just have jobs to bring in a paycheck to um, keep things going and that we don't have a successful business idea of our own. I, and I, I mean that because you might think that you're good at business. Uh, you might think that you have good ideas, but then you go test them on the market and no one buys, no one buys, no one bites, right? You're, you're worse off than you started. Basically, whereas having a job with benefits pays the bills. And for a lot of people, that's going to be okay. A lot of people, that's going to be the only way that they're going to be able to make money. And I was thinking of this, like, is is this me? Like, I'm, am I going to be an employee for the rest of my life? And I, I kind of wonder, like, well, what, wait a minute. What, what was one of the reasons why, like, why are you in China in the first place? One of them is because I've never been here before. And so why do you have a job overseas? Well, because I want to work overseas with other people that I wouldn't be able to work with in my own hometown, even in my own country, in Toronto, Vancouver. I can't work with half the people I met in, the, in, in, in China, either in, in Beijing or... Even down in Australia, uh, South Korea, you know, Ukraine, not so much. But most of them have left, to tell you the truth. Um, but uh, things like that. It's a part of the reason I want to work and travel overseas is to get the full experience of working and traveling overseas, doing the different contract dances, the visa uh, debacles, and you know, negotiating with landlords and. Uh, dealing with uh, colleagues, interacting with colleagues and stuff like that. I mean, if anything, it is quite amazing that we are in China and that we have uh, contacts and there's 
you know, there's, there's British, there's U.S. American, there's Canadian, there's Australian, there's people from all around the world. And here we are, yet you leave China, and the first question is, how's China? Summing it up in just three words, right? How's China? Two words? Two words? And you're going, but the life that lives here, I mean, it's pretty robust in some ways, even though, I mean, fine that we're emerging out of three years of uh, lockdowns and restrictions. It's here, though. We're here, and we're contributing to the economy. We're we're part of this nation's development uh, for for better and worse, mostly for better rather than not for worse. Last point of this article. So if you're not able to, to, to leave your job, what do you do next? Uh, well, <laughs> she suggests uh, see, check to see if you're eligible for short-term disability leave. Oh, there you go. So um, if J.P. Getty didn't like unions, it was people who say that they're sick mentally. He's like, okay, then you... Sit down, cupcake. I'll get someone else to do it. I'm not kidding. Like this book, How to Be Rich, it reads very much as a very stern sort of factual talking to by a guy who's like, you want what I got? You're going to have to work it. You're going to have to outwork me. And I've been working and I've set up the relationships and the networks. If you want to take a, uh, a sick day because you don't feel well, all right. You, but you pay the consequences. You may not get... You may get, you know, benefits, but you pay the consequences in a different way, right? Now, on the other side, you go back to the beginning of the article, burnout, well, how much do you do that before you're like, I don't want to do that anymore. I do not want to mentally go through, you know, ah, it's it's time to work, right? Oh, I can't sit through another one of these, um, these, these talks or these interviews or whatever, right? What, how, at what point do you draw the line? And again... As an, as an expat, this is one part that isn't talked about, where you see a lot of people leaving, not just the job, the country. And it's like, I was talking about how unique it can be, robust it can be to be here at this time doing the stuff that we do. But imagine you're never going to see someone again, right? It's it's bizarre. You you live in a bubble, and then all of a sudden people leave that bubble, and but you have your own little bubble that bounces around and everything, and Sometimes you keep in touch with people. Sometimes connections are lost over time. Anyway, what would you do? If you quit your job, I don't know. Let me know. But give me your thoughts. Send me your thoughts. Jam your tracks are up. I've sent up a, put up a few more today. Uh, which ones did I not put up? I think it was the 15th and the 18th I did not put up. But there's a couple more tracks up there. I finally put up track number 11 which I was a little bit uh, concerned about putting up because it's, it's very strange. And I've done I've done similar production before, um, but this one, I don't know, I laugh at it every time. Every time I laugh, I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's just funny. <laughs> I don't know why I find it funny, I just do. Um, there are some others, a lot of analog percussion, finger-banging goodness on desks and stuff like that. Um, and then I was also working on today's track, uh, not overly happy with it, but I don't want to deal with it either. I was trying to play some guitar, and it wasn't working very well. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, but tracks are up, so I've, I'm not horribly behind on this, but uh, I've got a few other in the pipeline as well uh, that I can put up later on. Okay, it's uh, getting late here, and I have yet to do my Chinese, so that's what I should go do right now. Folks, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks. Up on my website, stevensersky.com. Uh, and of course, you can um, find all the January tracks both on Anchor and Spotify and also my website. 
Um, there's a full page dedicated to January 2023. I think I updated that today. I hope I did. I can't remember. Anyway, all good. Spring Festival, Xinyan Kwaila, Gong Xinyi Fatsai. All the best to you in the new year of the rabbit. If you have the time off, rest and relax, because it's going to get crazy in the spring. We all know what's coming. China's opening up, which means more work. Have a good one, folks. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.